Yeah, your boy yeah, Adam yeah. This is Wahamid. Sick cars on the ones and twos, you know what I mean? Number Friday evening. Uh, to be alive. Milestone, milestone this evening. This is our 20th episode. And, uh, yes, son. Episode and special guest uh, this, 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 this week, but uh, I guess the channel's doing us. I but, mean, uh, you know, it's under the weather. Yeah, you get better, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Reschedule. Yeah, reschedule. Reschedule, you know, logistics, you know what I mean? So, uh, before yeah, we yeah. get into the topic, uh, Thoughts and prayers and do eyes go out to the um the families and, and, and loved ones of the um, 49. people that was killed in the masjid today. Yeah, New uh, Zealand, New Zealand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh gunman comes in and, yeah. and shoot them up and room to room. Yeah. That's that's wild. That's crazy. So shots, you know, uh shout outs and prayers go out to them. Right. Definitely, definitely. Um Most definitely. Yeah, um, we got to stop the hate, y'all. We got to stop the hate, you know what I mean? Um, you got to stand up against hatred, you know, in all shapes, forms, and fashions, you know what I mean? So. And the, the funny part is, you know, I, I spoke to my uh, <coughs> wife uh, not too long ago about this. And uh, I hate when, I, uh, what is it, predict something? I won't say predict because, I'm, you know, I, I don't have the power to predict anything. I'm not a psychic. But I, you know, you can see things ahead of time. Mm-hmm. There's a trend. Two years ago, I believe, a church was shot up in the South. Mm-hmm. White supremacists come in there. They feed him. They sit down. He sit down in Bible study. They read the Bible over with him, and he kills him. Uh, in the monstrous act. Um, they didn't call that terrorism, but that, that was terrorism. Yeah, it's terrorism. Um, late 2018, synagogue gets shoot up. Yeah, terrorism. You see, uh, you see the pattern here. Terrorism. And I told my wife, I said, next is the mosque. And Lord and, um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, be visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, be on the lookout. Um, you know, protect yours, and um, always uh, look out for strange activity. And it saddens me, but it gives me joy to say that because for the longest time, uh. A lot of ethnic groups and, you know, especially over here, African-Americans are profiled as being dangerous. And uh, you would never think the last on the totem pole is the Caucasian male or female because we're programmed uh, in our brains to uh, look at them as being harmless people or friendly people. So much so to the point where you're crossing uh, someone of a Caucasian race and it's not... Uh, a, a shot to all Caucasians. I'm just telling it like it is. They smile at you. It's like a, ne- they never saw you a day in your life. <clears throat> You're crossing that path, and they just smile. And, and, you know, you ask yourself, okay, maybe one, two people. But then, goddammit, every time I see someone from a Caucasian race, they're smiling. And I, I came up with my own assumption. It's like uh, you see something that you fear for, of, like a vicious dog or something like that. And say you have a Rockwell in the gate. And he ain't even barking or, you know, he's not even, uh, he's not even paying you no mind. Mm-hmm. But he just happened to see you, right? right the right. first thing you say is, hey, little doggy, or hey, a smile or whatever. That's a fearful smile, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I have, a little, I have a sibling that every time he get nervous, he laughs. Right. You feel me? So, we're programmed 
we are programmed to look at the Caucasian throughout the world, and this is a program throughout the world, this is a mindset throughout the world, particularly with uh, uh, African or African-American people or people of uh, ethnicity, ethnicity, if I'm pronouncing it right, where they would judge each other and fear one another before they fear a Caucasian person because they're looked at in society as harmless or they're looked at in society as in the light of, in the light of a protector. Uh, correct me, brothers, if I'm wrong. Um, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Um, I think what you get into, um, you know, is uh, the idea of, you know, stereotyping people. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. Racial profiling, you know what I mean? And that's why I like platforms like the platform that we have that we discuss these kind of topics because it's important to uh, kind of put those things in perspective, you know. Um, you know... We all are, you know, one one community. You know what I'm saying? Uh, across the globe, um, in this country, we, you know, we are all one 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 community. You know what I'm saying? You know, the human race. Um, and it's important that you know our our dialogue, you know, across uh, you know different walks of life is uh, is something that's focused on now. So even more than ever, because um, with the with the advent of um, you know, these reemergence of things like, uh, you know, neo-Nazism and um, uh, extremism, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, people are, you know, not talking to each other. You know, we're not having that dialogue. Um, instead, you know, we're just following stereotypes and profiles and ignorance. And it really goes both ways. <clears throat> and I think that's what you um, alluding to, always like, you know, not only are African Americans profile, but you know, Asian Americans are profile. You know, um, Caucasians are profile. You know what I mean? And so, it's it's important to it's important to have these kind of dialogues, have these kind of platforms where we're able to, you know, have some of these tough discussions um, to address the matter. Because what happened in you know New Zealand is an act of terrorism, you know, um... Straight up. An act of terrorism um, towards a group of people who uh, a lot of people would sometimes, you know, categorize as being part of an extremist or ter terroristic kind of lifestyle or thinking. So, end of the day, um, you know, let's have these dialogues. Let's have these conversations. Let's get to the bottom, the bottom of it and, you know, try to um, reach out to one another um, with tolerance, patience, understanding, no matter what your race, creed, religion, ethnic background is, you know, you know, we have to, we have to get back to ourselves. And I think just with the climate, um, of our country right now and what's happening, um, not only in America, but around the world with this reemergence of, um, you know, hatred and racism and bigotry, we gotta, we gotta do better and, um, and, um, but real quick, I want to ask you a question because this is not our main topic of the day. It's just that sometimes we just diverge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it a reemergence or it been around? Good question. Good question. It's um, just more on, on, on stage. It's just more open and abroad. Yeah, and that's what I mean when I say. I mean, if you ask me my personal opinion, I think it's always been there. You mm -hmm. know, um, and. I think people trying to correct that or improve that 
way of thinking has always been there too, you know? Um, we just like kind of repeating ourselves in a lot of ways. They say history repeats itself, and that's kind of what it looks like is happening now, you know, almost like reliving our past in a lot of ways. And so we got to learn from um, and take away from the positive aspects of our past, you know, the inclusiveness and the understanding and the tolerance for people of different walks in life and cultures and races and creeds and religions and um, get back to, get back to, you know, trying to be, you know, understanding and tolerant of one another. Stop and the hate. Stop the hate. It's too much of it. We already got enough going on from Monday to Friday, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> at work, you know what I'm saying. We don't, we don't need no more than that, you know. So, um, yeah, this is not uh, this is not the topic that we... Yeah, but we're going to get into that right on, now. We're going to get into that right now. At the same time, it's important. So... Once again, this is Crow's Corner, you know what I'm saying? And this I'm is your boy, Twitter, Adam Hill. And I'm Wahamid. Shit called the government. And we like to have these platforms to be able to discuss relevant topics, relevant topics in the community, um, just to, you know, provoke thought and have discussion. And uh, that's really what we're trying to do here. And, you know, we open to y'all suggestions. We open to y'all comments. Um feel free to share that's what it's all about it's about it's about sharing information and, and sharing different perspectives and learning from one another so and shout out to all the people across the world that listen to this podcast look do us a favor i mean we're not hard to get along with you know send us a, um a comment you know what i'm saying and let us know how we how we doing with the show and you know whether you 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 feel a topic you don't feel a topic uh let us know your opinion or, or you know your thoughts on things because at the end of the day as much as this platform is ours this platform is yours as well you know um you know we want to hear from you guys so we think that's important um so the topic tonight you know after we digress for a little bit um mm -hmm. you know has to do with these relationships that we have with one another you know these relationships that we have um uh, on a personal level um, you know, every day, you know? And so a big, a big trending issue in our communities, which always really has been, is, um, is the, you know, the relationship um, between um, partners, uh, whatever your orientation is, you know what I mean? Um, so we see a change nowadays in how people are interacting with one another, you know, which, which is what we just talked about a little while ago, um, how people are um, um, meeting each other, how people are um, developing relationships, because um, really there should be emphasis placed on the importance of, you know, human relationships, you know what I'm saying? And um, oftentimes... We see that a lot of the issues that we face and a lot of challenges that we face is because it's because of the relationships, um, you know, that we have or we don't have, you know. Um, so it's interesting. Um, we looked at this topic um, from a uh, 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 how can I put it? Maybe like a a romantic aspect, you know what I'm saying, if you will, you know what I mean. Um, and so uh, Match.com, which is a which is a uh, a well-known well-known dating site, right? Uh -huh. um, they conducted a study, and the study really is interesting because it talks about 
in a lot of ways uh, how people are interacting with one another on um, on a regular basis. And so we like to bring y'all facts, you know, um, you know, not just uh, you know uh, rhetoric, you know, from the top of the brain. <coughs> so one one thing that stood out to me while I was checking out this uh, this study. Oh yeah, and anybody who wants to see the study, go to match.mediaroom.com. Um, and you'll see the study for yourself. It says the study study is titled "Singles in America: um, Match Releases the Largest Study on U.S. Single Population for its Eighth Year." So for eight years, um, you know this uh, this site has been up, and people have been utilizing this site. And um, something that stands out automatically for me when I see this is that. Um, what's the what's the exact number? The, a large amount of people, a large amount of people, uh, utilize dating apps now when forming relationships. So that's like that's kind of staggering. You know what I'm saying? You think about it. Why is that? Because we living in the digital age, or a lot they of find it, it more comfortable to do so. I mean, a lot of it has to do, again, with uh, you know, the advent of technology, which is a common theme, um, and it's a you know common theme that not only that we have had on this platform, but uh, in a lot of our previous discussions, you know, um, how does technology uh, and human interaction intertwine? You know, as technology becomes more advanced, you know. Um, is it helping us or is it hindering us? And so this kind of expands on that. Um, I'm an OG. I'm an old head, as I like to call myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, come from a, I come from a time when if you wanted to meet someone you were interested in, you would have to, like, approach them. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, during our era, um, they did have the dating lines. They had to pick up the house phone. And I know a lot of youth don't know what a house phone is. Uh, that's almost, you know, prehistoric. It stink like a, a payphone. But uh, back in our time, you know, they had the dating lines too, but you literally had to pick up the phone and dial a certain number and press a certain button and talk to people and then hook up almost like a blind date. But like you said, now you can just go online and look at a person's profile and all that stuff. And Facebook is probably the biggest online dating site there is on the low and it's not even really marketed <clears throat> as a um as a dating site but um yeah it's interesting because um uh i think it's changed a lot in the way we interact with people especially someone who even if you even if you want a site to to extend your your, your network of friends or if you on the site to um so your oats. yeah yeah to to find a, a partner and things like that um you know, it's just it's just really really changed. Uh, it used to be a time where if you wanted to meet someone, you had, had to actually spend time with them to get to to get to know them before the initial contact. You know what I'm saying? When I say initial contact, like um, maybe you might be interested in a young woman. You might want to take the young woman out. Um, you would have already met her um, prior to. You going out on your first outing with this young woman, you know the courtship process. You know what I mean? Some game. Yeah, you would have to. You would have to definitely have to have some, 
you know, you know, some social interaction skills when you when you you know meeting somebody new. You know, you would you would have uh, your approach. It would. For me, it depend, depend, oh, on, yeah. depend on the female, yo. I had no, no, I, I'm no, no. Talk. It depend on the female, cause you know, every generation had those. Uh, now they call them thotties, but every generation had those dummies. Where you know it don't take too much, <laughs> but some wild hours rose, a blunt, uh, yeah, uh, and um, yeah, that's it. There ain't too much conversation after that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had that. You had that. That aspect of it, you know what I'm saying, and that was something that I think is still relevant today. You know, um, you know, like when people, when people, you met that one. If you met that one, that all you needed was wild Irish rolls and not much to, uh, to, uh, to seal the deal, if you will. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, then, uh, then like, uh, that was that was something that was, uh, uh, kind of a common occurrence, but at the same time. <coughs> When looking at it, like, is that what we really was looking for in terms of substance? You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you have situations like that. I mean, like what that. you mean by that? Are, 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 you look, are you talking about us back in the day when we was 19, 18 years old, or us now? I mean, really, really, really both. <laughs> really, really both. Really it's a both. Big difference. You know? Yeah, it is a big difference. Like, people grow, you know what I'm saying, um, as, they get, as they get older and things like that. Um, and so... Uh, some people don't, you know what I'm saying? But Say it, what, what I'm trying to mention really is like when people are looking for potential life partners, because looking for life partners is that's um, different. It's a stage of the it's a stage of human development. Like yeah. everybody needs somebody, you know what I'm saying? You might you might you know be a loner or you know um, you know prefer to be by yourself at times, but. Human interaction is a basic human need, you know what I mean? And so when you're thinking about um, identifying a, a, those long-term uh, relationships or those long-term friendships or a long-term partnership with somebody, um, you would think that substance to be a, something that you're looking for. And when I say substance, I mean... Um, more than just uh more than just like a physical attraction even though oh, good time. even though even though physical attraction is important and you know um initially uh, you know it's a factor but like when you want to have something with longevity you got to kind of have that understanding with them you got to kind of have that that mindset whereas though you can you can build with them on a not only intellectual but emotional level as well you know what i mean and um, and with the with the advent of like uh, all these technologies and things like that, I think this newer generation or this younger generation is is kind of missing out on that key step towards developing relationships. Like, um, you know, right now you can left swipe or right swipe somebody. You know what I'm saying? And decide whether or not you know you went to them or if you're not into them, and you really don't know nothing about the person. You know what I'm saying? Um, in a in, in a way that speaks to kind of like uh, that if you don't get catfish. Yeah, and, and catfishing is another thing. You know, um, people might most people are familiar with what catfishing is, uh, but catfishing is basically when. Um, someone has an online profile, it may be a dating profile or a social media profile, and they have a, you know, a representation of mm -hmm. themselves that's not their authentic right, selves. You know right. what I mean? And so angles, um, key angles. Right, <laughs> angles. You right, right, mean? right. Angles, angles. Look, not full pictures. Yeah, you know exactly, I mean? exactly. Dark rooms. Right, right. So you don't see the full. 
<laughs> and you and you be surprised how often time that leads to a conflict, that leads to a situation, like a real situation. You mm. know what I'm saying? When you pull up on something and you think mm. that it's one thing, and it's something totally different. You know what I'm saying? It might be like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you'll be surprised, but that kind of speaks to how. Almost we like blind dates. Almost. Yeah, back in the day, the catfish was the blind date. Right, but at least you knew it was a blind date, though. Yeah, the catfish was the story of she has a great personality. <laughs> right. Uh -huh. That was the catfish statement. So so you knew, you kind of knew it was a blind date um, when you walked into it that, you know, you, ain't, you, don't, you never really seen this person. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I share a funny Tommy Hollow story <clears throat> back in the day. He um, was talking to the shorty, and um, she had a beautiful voice, you feel what I'm saying? Like most females do, you know? And back in the day when you blind date something, that's the first red flag, because the girl with the good looking, you know, the girl with the uh, beautiful sounding voice, she could be fat, <clears throat> out of shape, totally different from what your mind is projecting that she is. Then you done fell in love with the voice and the conversation, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she pans out to look like who she her like. mind is and what she's what she sound like. But you imagine certain things too as well. Yeah, you know it could disappoint you. And a uh, long story short, you know, when he went over to girl house, uh, I guess that's the detail she left out. She was from what was told to me from him and the witness that went over there, she was pretty. Mm -hmm. Had a good personality, but she was paralyzed. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, he, you know, she was like, uh, I got to use the bathroom. So Hollow, like, all right, it's your house going upstairs. Use the bathroom. She's like, I need somebody to carry me. And Hollow, like, huh? So Hollow, Hollow picked her up. Took her to the bathroom. Took her to the bathroom. I like think she, I remember that. I like think I remember that story. She was smoking like that. Been carried upstairs. The point I'm trying to make is <coughs> that she didn't tell him that. Right, right, right. Out of fear that he would have backed would've, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have had know? some stigma and things yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Um, I, I mean, and, you know, sometimes a situation like that happens and, you know, you can get past it and other times you can't. Um, it's just different now, you know. Um, you know. But you don't know what you're getting online because right. the first thing online and a lot of things, let's use Facebook for instance, everybody's doing well. Somebody can take a picture in front of their empl employee or employer car and say, oh, look, this new, new Benz truck I just bought, God is really blessing me. Right. That's to the, that's the make themselves look good. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But that's not really them. Right. Or they can pose in front of a house or some type of swimming pool that their company had a party, you know, a company gathering, and said, God just blessed me with a new uh, ten, ten, seven house with an indoor pool, lying their teeth for them. The first yeah, thing a man yeah. gonna say, oh, this woman, she got it going on. She, she really doing something for herself. Let me click on. Right, right. And start having a conversation. Right, right. And her insecurity is the reason why she done that, just to gravitate to get get the opposite sex right, right. so she gonna play on that Absolutely. so you know the, the, the social media to me is more tricky now because people are basing their relationship on lies <laughs> yo. 
Absolutely, and it's right. and, and it's and it's hard to be and it's hard to deal with that kind of type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess the message, you know what I'm saying, is to you know be authentically yourself. You know what right. I mean? Um, be the same person that you are in real life online. You know what people I mean? People respect that because there's always going to be people out here for some. It's always going to be somebody for somebody. Absolutely. You understand? Like, if you like to, you know, you're a person that's a geek. They like to go to the library on the weekends, and that's your your movie night. There's going to be somebody out there that like that, you know? Absolutely. <clears throat> I don't know. That's probably a sign that we... we, we, we going over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to make a quick quick statement real quick. I think we read this a while back, man. Now that I'm looking at this, uh, it's, from, it's from the Consensus Bureau, a higher percentage of black children living with single mothers. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the first process of building a community is building a family. Mm-hmm. So the mother and the father plays a very important role in the child's life. True. And it's it they carry on those ethics from both parents and if they're good good morals and ethics, that builds a, a, a you know, a a community that's flourishing. And if it's the opposite, it can break your community down. It says that excuse me. It's found that the majority of <clears throat> the majority of the seven seventy three point seven million American children under the age of eighteen live in with their families, with two percent to sixty nine percent, as a decrease from eighty eight percent from nineteen sixty. Of those from fifty, price? yeah, fifty point seven million children live live in families with two 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 parents, forty seven percent. 47.7 million live with two married parents. Mm-hmm. So that means that although they live with two parents, doesn't not necessarily mean that they're married. Mm-hmm. Okay? And 3 million live with two unmarried parents. 3 million live with two unmarried parents. And this is where it breaks it down to race and how things are very important. And this ties into, like, the jail system, the percentage of black males in jail because mm-hmm. you can't have a full, you can't be a collective whole mm-hmm. if you're in prison. Are the, um, are the numbers so, higher for... I'm about to break it down. For um, about to break it down. parents or, or, or two-parent families? The number is high for single parents, <coughs> but I'm about, I'm about to break it down. Um, how, really? Oh. <laughs> um, the phone randomly yeah. rings. However... It says, hold on. However, the statistics show stark differences. The percentage of white children under 18 who lives with both parents almost double that of black children. And so you say that to say what? When we're talking about dating, relationships, long-term, healthy household, moral Mm -hmm. household, leads healthy community. Absolutely. You feel what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. That's very important. So if white families are double the percentage of black children living in a home with two parents, with two parents and two my parents. Vibration, you gotta put your phone on vibration. Though. Yeah, you're right. So if it's double for um, white families as compared to black families um, in terms of having both parents at home, that does impact the development of the child and uh, stability of the family. Yeah, right? according and to data. 
Listen, real quick. Yeah, yeah. According to data, it says seven seven four point three percent of all white children below the ages of eighteen. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Below the ages of eighteen. So live with both parents and on only three point eight. I mean, I'm sorry, 38.7% of African-Americans, minors, you, you know. Yeah, yeah, live, yeah. With, live with both parents. That's crazy, So, yo. So it definitely is important to um, understand, you know, um, it's just from a social perspective and a, you know, a family perspective, why that's important, you know, how it ties into all these um, adverse life experiences and things like that for people as they, um, as they, as they, as they grow older. Yeah. And, Again, it speaks to the original topic that we were discussing, and I love that segue because what it does is like it shows us that you know the first interaction or the or the milestone of the family is the is the couple is the is the is the, is the, exactly. the parents. You know what I mean? And if, and if we're living in an age where um, we have um, kind of diluted the way that we interact with one another and the way that we um, um, uh, respect one another or, or court one another or even view uh, what a relationship is, what a relationship means, then it's going to have a direct impact on the family. You know what I mean? And so uh, there are traditional ways and there's non-traditional families, you know? Um, and so really the, I, the, the question is uh, which way works better, you know, a traditional family or a non-traditional family? I and, think traditional family, just like the fact that when I was coming up, and it's probably, I'm probably the last of the Mohicans, our generation, where when I lived with my grandmother uh, as, a, as a youth, okay, she was married, but by the time I realized the fact that she was divorced, you know, and she was a single parent, not only that, but she had grandkids that was she raised up in her house, we used to, some of the morals that she uh, held on to as a young girl with her parents being married and her parents being married for longer than we, what we have lived. Right, right, right. You understand? We used to sit at the dinner table. Yeah. And yeah. have dialogue and discussion. Right. How was your day? Yeah. Like, you know, Although you may have, like, life. we had one of the real big dining tables, man, with like eight chairs. And yeah. You, you know, we had a big household with cousins and people live you know coming to live with us that was family and you may have that agitating cousin that pinch you or dig up his nose yeah. or had bad table manners but y'all all sat at the table and y'all y'all had dialogue and y'all ate dinner and y'all shared each other views and that's how you get to know your household Absolutely. that's how you get to know uh who's going through what who's going you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, what the yeah you don't know that when you you know, you're getting your food and everybody go to their separate room. Again, that's traditional <laughs> traditional values. You feel me? Right. So, so you gotta, as my grandma was saying, I'm gonna wrap it up. <laughs> no point of tip. Uh, know who you lay down with. Mm, check the key. check that person's resume. That's key. That's Are key. Are they crazy? Are they family crazy? Are they deranged? Are they deranged? Yeah, yeah, think about that. Is the family crazy? Genetics and genes <laughs> play a lot, a big role. Go over there. You, you crazy. I mean, you crazy as it is. Mm, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. don't want nobody else that's crazier than you. And then you got, mm. but, <laughs> but and that's the thing too, like, 
can your crazy and my crazy coexist? Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I know I got my own stuff. Yeah, you know what exactly, I'm saying? exactly. So it's like, if I got my own stuff, like, does it work with yours? You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't think people really taking all those factors into consideration they because when they, they meet look, each other. They're you know looking at vices and they're looking at devices. They're looking at the lust factor first. And it, yeah, it's so superficial, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. to the point where, I, oh, I like what you look like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, um, I like your exterior, you know what I mean? And, and, and exterior, exterior is cool, you know what I mean? But at the same time, what's most important is, like I was saying earlier, is the substance, you know what I'm saying? Like, who are you as a person? Mm -hmm. um, and being able to uh, talk and communicate through, through your... Uh, your challenges and, and, and grow, you know what yep. I mean? So we're gonna wrap that up, and uh, hip hop segue is next. Uh, Little Sims from UK. Peace. Peace. One love. One love. <coughs> Corner Podcast, brought to you by Time to Awaken the Sleeping Giants, Jim Crow. Check Jim Crow online at jimcrowmusic.com. Like the Facebook page, Jim Crow, and also like the Crow's Corner Podcast page. To check the rest of our music, click the SoundCloud logo on the upper right corner. You know this Jim Crow thing, more than beats and track, more than self-glorified ignorance, I'd have heard of that. Jim Crow, no. Ah. Remember the cold winter when sovereign flew past like bullets racing out of a chamber. Intoxicated with anger, blue lights, yellow tape, welcome to America. The man behind the badge, his wages doesn't advance. They on their hunt, loud music and saggy pants. Victims of circumstance, open fire first, they squeeze if they had the chance. Patting zoos, please don't feed the animals. A rematch on this pedal suit, spoken word the Pro Tools. Holy Zion, killers in the Yukon. Manhattan Project, Grand Zero, Hiroshima Complex. Little boy devices may self destruct in the eyes of ice. A kamikaze combatant, black boxes, gorilla tactics, white walls, and straight jackets. The angels taught the magic, trying to see the world through shattered glasses. Just imagine if I ruled the world and everything in it. I push a Q45 infinite, Wins tenant, Charlie sent the plan, Illmatic. It's not where you're from, it's where you're at. And where we at, son, we get no love. It's not where you're from, it's where you're at. And where we at, son, we get no love. It's not where you're from, it's where you're at. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, what up, Joe? It's your boy Adam L. This is why I'm me. And this is Crow's Corner. Yeah, back what again. Hip hop section of segment. Right. On the 20th episode. A milestone. You know what I'm saying? 20, 20 nope. in, 20 down. You know what I mean? No cake and milk, but it's all good. It's all good. We get a cake and milk next time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. 
So, we got some new flavor for y'all. Well, new to us, but... New to us in the know, States. Yeah, but at the same time, we're using this platform, too, to promote good music. And breaking artists. Yeah, so, saying that, check out JimCrowMusic.com. Check out AOD, the mixtape. Check out Uninvited. Check out Venomous. You know what I'm saying? Check out No Copy. Check out Manuscript. You know what I'm saying? All those drinks. You know what I mean? Girl, so you got something on Facebook um, on the 23rd. You coming out with an album? Manuscript. Just a single. Just a single? Okay, all right. Check out that Manuscript single about to drop. So we promote, you know what I'm saying, upcoming artists. And... Um, upcoming. Yeah. Local. Yeah. Groundbreaking. International. International. All superstars. That. Has-beens that made a comeback, you know what I'm saying? For all my Wu Tang heads out there, I love I love y'all Wu Tang, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. Uh, uh, what is it? Um, Smith and Weston. Yeah, Smith and Weston. They came out with. They came group. back. Right. They were old heads, OGs in the game in the '90s. Became has-beens and made a comeback. So. We want to give y'all, um, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of opportunity to highlight uh, an artist out, out of the UK known as um, Symbiatu Abisola. A little uh, Sims for short, right? Uh -huh. She out of the UK, English uh, English uh, MC, you know what I'm saying, singer slash actress, so a triple threat, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Um, Already, like, kind of got, like, a resume. Four mixtapes and five EPs. You know, that says a lot. You know what I'm saying? A little um, bit that I heard from her. Now, <clears throat> everybody has this, uh, you know, it's a shortage in the public eye as far as the female MC. You know, you have your Remy Ma. You have your... Uh, Cardi B. Cardi B. Right, right. Uh, and my favorite, uh, I'm trying to think of her name. L Boogie. No. That's my favorite. No, I'm talking about... Miss Lauren no, Hill, Miss Lauren, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, <laughs> I Lil' Kim? China Doll. What? Who's that? China Doll. I don't think she, had, know no, about I don't think she had no bars. You don't know about China Doll? I don't name. think that's a real MC. I think I think you made that up. Uh, you know hold on. No, no, but, um, no, no. China Doll. Right now, old got to Google her name to prove that she got bars. Hold on now. I'm not sure. I'm not Female sure. Female rapper China Doll. China Doll exists, man. What's a what's a single that she had? If she ain't had no single like then like or no album, no notable mention, you know what I'm saying? Then uh -uh. like I don't know what's going on here. So like boom. So back to Lil Sims. Back to Lil Sims, right? Um She's an artist who <coughs> looks like she got some uh, you know, uh collaborations, a lot of collaborations. Uh, you know, Kendrick Lamar, you know what I'm saying? Real big overseas, you know what I mean? And I think she's starting to make a, you know, a wave, um, in the States, you know? Um, and really she put me in a mindset of a Estelle, you know? Estelle was a, um, and R&B, neo soul kind of, uh, you know, songtress, uh, who, uh, you know, got a lot of joints that's cool that I dig personally. And but originally it's from the UK, you know, and um, you know, um, it just lets you know that the culture is alive and well, not only in the states but like you know, a around the globe, you know. She what has I mean? a real abstract sound too that I like, yeah, yeah, that a lot of people can't gravitate to. <coughs> um, it's real, uh, dark, um, it's real soulful, um, and she has a lot of content 
and and her music, a lot of substance in her music. Yeah, we just played a song of hers called um, what was it called? Hold on, I'm trying to find China Doll, man. You throwing me off. Always on some next late next next level stuff. I don't know what he's on. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, I'm sorry. But um, we just played a song, you know, that she had. We'll get a title for you in a minute. Um, but it seems though she got a nice delivery. You know, nice flow. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. And um, you know, I dig her. I dig her. What I've little I've heard of her so Sunset. far. Sunset. Yeah, the name of the song is Sunset. And, and the song is dealing with uh, a relationship, relationship that she yeah. had, but uh, her significant other did not um, inform her that he had somebody on the side and got the got the uh, the girl pregnant. So it's a real heavy uh, storytelling song, um, real dope. First time I heard it. Uh, tonight and it's one of the most impactful songs on the album yeah so yeah. we definitely looking forward to her full debut release um I, she got a lot of EPs and you know several mixtapes but um I don't think and the album a, is a, called Grey Area Grey Area okay so she maybe she Grey Area yeah that joint is that joint is dope right so so check that out check that out new flavor you know what I mean and um and I I give it three crows it and only reason why only reason why I can't give it the four because I'm still trying to adapt to like the UK sound you got an issue with the accent that's what you got I'm an issue with I'm still trying to adapt to the sound but other than that you know, bar for bar, she can swing swing with the best of them, best of them over here in the states. Yeah, for me, I actually really, got a little bit of competition out here now. For me, I don't really mind the accent too much. It's like um, I watch a lot of um, a lot of film, a lot of cinema. You know what I'm saying? And some of my favorite movies um take place in the UK. Um, a joint called Layer Cake. It's an action. It's an action. You know what I'm saying? Thriller joint. You ever get a chance? Check it out. It's called Layer Cake. You know what I'm saying? But um. Yeah, so the accent doesn't really throw me off. You know what I'm saying? Um, they get they they get busy in the UK. They get busy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, they do. Drake. So, um, yeah. A lot of Drake latest albums that he came out with with More Life and stuff like that is very UK inspired. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, shout out to the UK. You know, keep doing what you're doing. As long as it's as long as it's hip hop, like real hip hop. You know what I mean? When I say real hip hop, I'm talking about authentic to the culture. Um, I can dig on it, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Shout out shout out to Lil' Sim, you know what I mean? And, um, no doubt. Anything yeah. you want to add, O? That's it. Go cop the album. You know what I'm saying? Go check it out on Spotify, YouTube. It's worth, it's worth the checkout. And I want to hit, you know, I'm anxious to hear more from the young lady. Um, me being a spitter myself and, and a, a hip-hop purse, I love to hear bars. Yeah, she got bars. And, she and if you got, got bars great them. production over that, you know, if you're a person who love the abstract, who love to, you know, to dive deep into an album and, and analyze it, this album's for you. But if you're a person that loves popcorn rap or, or, or you know, females talking about their private area and, you know, can you pay my bills and stuff, <laughs> then it's not for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah, that does occur, unfortunately. So, yeah, check out check out that Lil' Sims joint. And, um, you know, she gets honorable mention, um, you know, for the for the evening, for this episode. Um, I haven't had a chance to review the album yet, but I plan on reviewing the album. O gives it three crows. And, um, yeah, that's what we're doing with that. All right? All right. One love.
Crow's Corner Podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the Crow's Corner Podcast to talk about your music or books or plays or even just the topic of the day, contact us at jimcrowmusic.com. That's J-I-M-K-R-O-W-M-U-S-I-C.com. I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong, and it's time for me to eat crow. It's your boy Adam L. This is Waha. This is Cuz the Governor. And we back with our favorite segment. Eating crows. Eating crows. And what is eating crows again? I don't know my mic on. So eating crows. Basically, the tall foolery. You know what I'm saying? Well, somebody made them fool of themselves and and, and... and got recorded on national television, you know what I'm saying? And made the news, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I like to make a correction uh, for my last segment. Let's uh, not. It's not China doll, it's Cash doll. We don't care. Go check out. She's on YouTube. She's gone. Butterfly. Uh, yeah. I recommend, I recommend you go check out Cash doll. I highly recommend you doll. Uh, becoming an artist. Gov, hit us up with the uh, with the scenario. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, today's Crow's Corner goes out to Des Moines, Iowa. Shout out to Iowa, yeah. Iowa. What's up, Des Moines? Des Moines, uh, holla at me. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah, but uh, today's recipient, his name, uh, Diamond Dolo. Diamond. Diamond. Diamond Dolo. <laughs> they said this started, uh, this happened the other day. This happened uh, maybe the other day, maybe even yesterday. But uh, started around 7.38 in the morning, one morning. That's Police, mad early. That's right. mad early. <laughs> Police were called to this uh, 32nd, 100 block, 30th Street, wherever that is. You know, this is in Des Moines. Uh, after someone noticed a naked man, later identified as Dolo, on the roof. Wow. And was concerned about his welfare. Wow. So before the police got there, he gets down. And they say that, it, you know, they think he on drugs and he's barking like a dog. Barking like a dog on top of the roof at 7.38 in the morning. Right. First thing in the morning. First thing in the morning. Yeah. So then after that, uh, so the police, you know, they came. So after he got down, first thing he did is he stole an SUV. Wow. Oh, he's going hard. So he's butt, he's butt naked paws, you know right. what I'm saying? And he decides she's going to run from the police while Jack and the hijack and I... Uh, now, this, him being an idiot, was any genius involved in this? Because i seen a movie. I think it was... um, What was that doggone movie, man? It, it started uh, Jamie Foxx in there. A movie with Jamie Foxx? Yeah, and the dude, wife got killed or something like that. And he was like an ex-Marine or professional killer. Mm. Um... No, but then... Law-abiding citizen. Mm. That's what it was. And I remember the scene when the cops was coming and the dude stripped down naked. But why? What's the point? I think it's so they won't shoot you down. They will shoot you down if you make it. Because they can't make a claim that you were armed. Oh, okay. I see the logic So in his... Him being intoxicated or high off something, Mm -hmm. in his foolery, it was some genius in it. I don't think he even knew or even thought about that. I think I think he'd right. be amazed though, yo. I think yeah, he'd be yeah. amazed. Yeah, but they don't seem like there was an actual uh, objective with this one because all he was doing was just confronting people, barking at them like dogs. 
Wow. So then eventually when the police show up, he assaults them, try to take the police car, then let them on a foot chase through the neighborhood. Wow. Wow. At 7 o'clock in the morning. 15 minutes of fame. And, and it's amazing that he was able to get over fences. He was jumping fences, too. Wow. Got tased twice. Ate, ate both the tases. That sound like cocaine to me. That's like that. That's, that's more yeah. like some old PCP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they have in D.C. back in the, the day boat. called boat. Yeah, yeah. What's, the, what's boat? PCP? Well, I don't know. Combination I of that. Yeah, they, they would call it water when you put it all together. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. That water. Yeah, people, mm. people really do be like spazzing out over that and like they they take their clothes mm. off and run through the streets. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Nother, it's a whole nother Kids say no to drugs. Say no to drugs, kids. So what happened? How did he get yeah, that so branded? eventually they got him. You know, they tased him a couple times. They finally took him into custody around 8.14. So this went from 7.38. So it was like a good 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. He took him on a run. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> he took him on a run. You know what I'm saying? So um, Mr. Diamond. Diamond Dolo. Diamond Dolo. Today, sir. You are our recipient. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's, what's the date? The 15th? The 15th, March the 15th. yeah. March the 15th. 2019, our 20th episode, Mr. Diamond Dope. Eat these crowds! Eat these crowds! <laughs> <laughs> Next time when you decide to get high, sir, stay in the house. Stay in the house. <laughs> please have some clothes on. Ain't no right. problem with this damn roof. <laughs> exactly. And maybe wait till like 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the afternoon before you get high. You wake your neighbors up, you know what I'm saying? It's 7 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. He had his run, though. He made him lose and ran for 45 right. minutes. You know what I'm saying? Eat these crowds. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. PCP, yeah. That's, yo. That's right. So that wraps up our week, weekly uh, podcast, Crow's Corner. Our 20th episode. No uh, cake and milk, but, right. you know. It's a milestone. It's a milestone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go check us out again on the website, fellas. What is it? JimCrowMusic.com. Check us out on IG. Yeah, follow us on IG. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Tweet, tweet. I like to call it. We are, you know, we would love to hear your opinions, you know, your comments, good or bad. So check us out. And go check out the cash doll, too. Don't do it. Check out cash doll. So, once again, we want to thank our Shout listeners, thank our audience, DMV, Stand Up, Baltimore, Salute, you know what I'm saying? Um, boom, peace and love. We'll catch y'all next time. Yay. One love.